Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Good Monday morning. Mother Nature's fury on full display this morning. Yeah, California hit by a rare tropical storm and an earthquake. It's August the 21st. This is today. State of emergency. Widespread flooding in Southern California as the remnants of Hillary pound that state. The first tropical storm to make landfall in nearly a century. It is critical that Angelinos stay safe and stay home. The roads turned into rivers, evacuations ordered, and in the middle of it all, the region rattled by a powerful earthquake. We are covering it live. Out of control, wildfires cutting a path of destruction through Washington state, crews struggling to contain them. While in Hawaii, officials warn the search for fire victims in Maui could take weeks. President Biden set to tour the damage today. We'll have the very latest. Sizable lead. Our new poll of Republicans in a key state out just this morning. Donald Trump far ahead of his nearest rival. The countdown's on to this week's first GOP debate. The front runner sitting it out and to Trump's surrender following his fourth indictment. Straight ahead, what voters are saying about all of it. Frightening moment. Immediately calling for the medical team off the sideline. A Patriots player released from the hospital after a hit left him motionless on the field. The game called off. This morning, the latest on his recovery and the lessons from DeMar Hamlin that were quickly applied. All of that plus, the secret's out. Inside the airline crackdown on skip lagging, a travel hack that can save hundreds of dollars on flights. What you need to know before you consider it. And Swift Scene. Taylor Swift steps out at a friend's wedding and causes a commotion. How far some fans went for a brief glimpse of the star off stage. Today, Monday, August 21st, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Good morning. Good to see you. Welcome to today on a Monday morning. Savannah has the morning off. Craig joins me. Wow. Uh, Long Beach Island was wild. Oh, with yes. T-Swift fans. Tay-Tay was yeah. spotted and the throngs came out. Oh, we're going to get into it and pop start. Uh, but first, let's get to our top story. That extreme weather across the West including Hillary. That historic storm bringing intense winds, torrential rains after it crashed ashore as a tropical storm. California declaring a state of emergency, flooding even impacting Las Vegas. In fact, here's a look at the storm at this hour and where that storm is headed next. Amid that raging storm, get this, parts of the region were rocked by a 5.1 magnitude earthquake. Fortunately, no reports of significant damage, but there were and still are concerns of aftershocks. Meanwhile, to the north of there in Washington state, 
Multiple wildfires have forced thousands there to evacuate. The largest blaze, just 10% contained. We've got live reports from across the region, including Hawaii, where President and Mrs. Biden are set to survey the damage there on Maui. But let us begin with NBC's Erin McLaughlin. She's in hard-hit San Bernardino, California. Hi, Erin. Good morning. Good morning, Hoda. Here in Riverside, this lake is so full from the rain that it overflowed onto this road. Now going that way towards Santa Ana is just one example of the flooding from Tropical Storm Hillary, a record-breaking storm creating chaos across the southwest. Hillary slamming the southwest, officials calling the drenching and dangerous event a once-in-a-lifetime storm. As heavy bands of rain barreled towards Southern California, the National Hurricane Center warned of catastrophic and life-threatening flooding. Overnight mudslides forcing cars off the road and bringing traffic to a total standstill on I-10 near Palm Springs. The storms so severe there, the city announced overnight its 911 phone lines were down. And in Forest Falls, firefighters trapped after a mudslide cut off roads around their station. Around Los Angeles, a double dose of Mother Nature's power as a 5.1 magnitude earthquake rattled Ventura and L.A. counties. Yeah, I felt something. The state's Office of Emergency Services issuing tropical storm, earthquake and tornado warnings all within an hour of each other. Hillary now the first tropical storm to hit Southern California in nearly three decades. Toppling trees, submerging cars and triggering landslides. The massive system drenching the mountains and deserts even flooding this emergency room in Rancho Mirage. Experts say the area's terrain make these downpours more dangerous and potentially more deadly. Residents in high-risk areas urged to evacuate, but some choosing to hunker down. Why are you staying? Because we always stay. We wrote, we wrote every one of them out, even the fires, right to the door every time. The storm, once a Category 4 hurricane, first made landfall in Mexico where treacherous flash floods turned roads into raging rivers. Mexican authorities say one person died after their car was swept away just north of Santa Rosalia. Now as California deals with the deluge, Hillary's fury is moving north. Officials say it could take days to fully assess the damage. Hoda? Yeah, a lot for the West Coast to handle. Aaron McLaughlin, Forest here in Riverside, California. Aaron, thank you. All right, let's take a look now at where that powerful, still powerful mm -hmm. system is heading. Dylan is in for Al this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Two good things. The storm is weakening and the storm is picking up its forward motion. So it's moving out of that area fairly quickly. Winds are still at 35 miles per hour, but you can see the rain. The heaviest of it is winding down across Southern California. It's moving north at 29 miles per hour, but we do still have the flash flood risk across parts of southern Nevada, also into parts of Southern California, too. 26 million people are under flood watches or flash flood warnings. Keep in mind, right along the coast, we picked up about two to four inches, which is still a lot of rain for that part of the country. But you go inland and up into the mountains. That's where we saw about eight to 12 inches of rain. Mission Creek picked up 13.54 inches of rain, more than a foot of rain. Again, the ground doesn't absorb it that quickly because it's really, really dry. And then all that water just washes away and creates 
streets, the mudslides and the damage that we're seeing. As we go into this evening, though, you can see the center of the storm is already up into Idaho. So that's where the heaviest rain is going to fall later today. So we'll see additional amounts of rain across parts of California, although it's winding down, down through Nevada, too. But really, the next round of heavy rain will be across eastern Oregon, up into Idaho, where we can see about three to four inches of rain in that part of the country. Hold up. All right, Dylan, thank you so much. All right, let's move to Washington state now, where crews are battling dangerous wildfires that have led to evacuations and a state of emergency. Those flames still burning out of control. NBC's Jesse Kirch is in Cheney, Washington for us. Jesse, good morning. Hoda, good morning. This is incident command for the Gray Fire. Of the three blazes currently burning outside of Spokane, Washington, officials say this fire has destroyed the most structures and has threatened the largest population of Washington state residents. Hundreds of firefighters are working around the clock to battle this blaze, which at this hour is still burning out of control. This morning, as the summer of wild weather and vicious wildfires continues, blazes raging overnight in the Northwest. The Oregon road fire turning structures into rubble. So far, fires causing more than 25,000 acres to burn in Spokane County alone. The Gray Fire burning more than 10,000 acres. We saw a big plume in the air and we were like, oh, that looks a little bit close. Sparked Friday claiming roughly 185 structures in its path, forcing evacuation orders for thousands. Mary Cox and her daughter Lisa were told to get out. If our home is there, fine. If it's not, well, we'll just take it as it comes. While the city of Medical Lake ravaged. I just can't imagine what Medical Lake is going through. There's going to be a lot of displaced people. Also burning the far smaller Winona fire, the trio of fires fueled by excessive heat and high winds. Governor Jay Inslee touring an evacuation shelter Sunday. You've got to understand we're up against a monster here that we've never felt before. That's climate change. Some families now holding on to memories after leaving so much else behind. People like Melissa Thurman, who says her home burned down. When you lay eyes on that, what goes through your mind? I can't even explain the feeling of knowing that like everything that you worked for is um, gone. You know, yeah, so there's going to be insurance and stuff, but it doesn't make up for, you know, what you see when you see all of your stuff turn to ash. So much devastation out here. Officials say that they have found one person dead in the Gray Fire Zone, another person dead in the Oregon Road Fire Zone. However, neither death has been confirmed to have been caused by the fires at this point. There is some rain in the forecast. That is hopeful news to calm things down. However, officials expect the Gray Fire and the Oregon Road Fire to take weeks to put out. Hoda? Yeah, that rain can't get there soon enough. All right. Thank you so much, Jesse. Meanwhile, officials in Hawaii now say it could take weeks to complete the entire search of the burn zone on Maui. Later today, President Biden, the first lady, they're both going to be traveling there to meet with survivors and first responders. NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer joins us now with the very latest. And Miguel, let's just start with the president's trip. What can we expect from that? Well, Craig, the president and the first lady are expected in Lahaina later on this afternoon. They'll visit the heart of the burn zone. They'll spend some time there with first responders as well as victims, family members. But they're not being welcomed here by all. There's some concern that when the president arrives here, he could have a several road closures in progress in the wake of his visit. Those roads are used to distribute vital things like clothing, like food and other items that survivors need. So there's some concern about that. There's also been issues raised about FEMA's help. The 
They're offering food and housing to so many and also that initial $700 payment. Some have criticized that payment, say it's simply not enough to start to rebuild their homes and their lives. So all eyes will be on the president. Meantime, in the burn zone, it's about 85% complete. The search there for the missing. The death toll still stands at 114. Now, the number of unaccounted for initially was at about 2,200. That dropped down over the weekend to about 1,300. The good news today at this hour, it stands at 850. But though it is still a very devastatingly high number of people who are still unaccounted for, Craig. Yeah, that's still a lot of missing people. You mentioned FEMA and the response. Uh, as you know, a lot of folks still asking a lot of questions about whether they did enough, whether they did it soon enough. What's been the latest uh, on the reaction there to the disaster? Craig, Hawaii's governor spoke over the weekend, and for the first time, he said he wished that those emergency sirens had been sounded. Of course, just a few days ago, Maui's top county emergency official resigned under pressure. He said he did not regret sounding those sirens. He also cited health concerns for his resignation, but the governor said he wished those sirens had been sounded. It may have given folks more times to evacuate, especially with that death toll and the, the concern that it can continue to climb. Meantime, the ATF remains here on the ground. They're looking for the source of this fire, what caused this blaze. That is, of course, a major question here, not just for victims, but also for survivors, Craig. All right. Miguel Amalgir Force once again there in Hawaii. Miguel, thank you. Two U.S. soldiers were arrested this weekend after the stabbing death of a man at a carnival in Germany. Police say it happened during an altercation in the small town of Willich, uh, Whitlich in western Germany. They say a 28-year-old man was stabbed to death during the fight. The two U.S. soldiers who were arrested have not yet been identified. They were later handed over to U.S. authorities who will take charge of the case in accordance with NATO statutes. It is the start of a key week in the presidential race. The first Republican debate now just two days away. And Donald Trump, who will not attend that debate, faces a Friday deadline to surrender to authorities in Georgia after his fourth criminal indictment. NBC's Kristen Walker is on the campaign trail in Iowa with the very latest and also with the results of a new NBC News poll just out this morning, fresh off the presses. Kristen, good morning to you. Hi, Craig. Good morning to you. Our new poll, a partnership with NBC News, the Des Moines Register and Mediacom, shows former President Trump with the largest Republican caucus lead in the poll since 2000 when George W. Bush won the state. But there are gettable votes, which means the debate could be pivotal. He may be skipping this week's GOP debate, but in Iowa this morning, our new poll of likely Republican caucus goers shows former President Donald Trump with a commanding lead over the GOP field, more than 20 points ahead of his closest rival, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, 42 to 19 percent. While Mr. Trump is now facing four criminal indictments, nearly two thirds of likely caucus goers don't believe he has committed a serious crime. We spoke to some of those poll respondents. I just think it's way blown out of proportion, the whole thing, in my opinion. I felt like he was making a mockery of the office for his own enrichment, and I, yes, did not appreciate it. 
Still, with five months until the caucuses, a majority of respondents say they haven't made up their mind. Mr. Trump says he's not only passing up Wednesday's debate, but NBC News has learned he may decide to skip the next one, too. He's expected to turn himself into authorities in Fulton County, Georgia, later this week, following his indictment with 18 co-defendants on racketeering charges tied to his alleged efforts to overturn his 2020 election loss in Georgia. He has denied any wrongdoing. Still, Mr. Trump's rivals are sure to face questions about his legal troubles in the debate, including North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum. Everybody's innocent until they're proven guilty in this country. Republican Senator Bill Cassidy asked if the former president should drop out of the race. I think so. But he will lose to Joe Biden if you look at the current polls. Meanwhile, Trump rival Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is facing backlash from the Trump campaign for his comments in a recent interview, apparently criticizing some Trump supporters. If all we are is listless vessels that's just supposed to follow, you know, whatever happens to come down the pike on Truth Social every morning, that's not going to be a durable movement. So, Kristen, you mentioned the former president turning himself in uh, before the end of the week there in Georgia. That's one of the four criminal indictments. Any new developments in the special counsel's classified case against former President Trump? Well, in fact, there is a new development, Craig. As you know, former President Trump pleaded not guilty to charges related to his alleged mishandling of classified documents. He said he declassified documents before leaving the White House. Well, over the weekend, ABC News out with a report not confirmed by NBC saying former Trump chief of staff Mark Meadows told the special counsel that he was not aware of any broad effort to declassify documents before leaving the White House, effectively undercutting Mr. Trump's argument. Now, no response from Meadows or the special counsel, but the Trump campaign is out blasting this, calling it a witch hunt and accusing the special counsel of, quote, selectively leaking incomplete information. Craig. All right. Kristen Welker on the road for us in Iowa. Kristen, thank you. All right. 716. We led with the weather. It's time to revisit it. Yes. Dylan. Good morning, guys, because there's a lot more going on just Mm -hmm. besides uh, the remnants of Hillary, which continue to bring rain to the West Coast. We also have record breaking heat continuing down south, especially down through Texas. This stretches up across the Midwest, even in the upper Midwest. We're looking at highs today in the mid to upper 90s. In the Northeast, we're looking for highs close to 90 degrees. But back behind this beautiful cold front here that's not bringing any sort of wet weather. It is going to drop temperatures back down into much more comfortable areas like the mid-70s. So enjoy that. And that's your latest forecast. All right, Dylan. Thank you. Uh, Still ahead, new details on a scary collision in the NFL. A promising rookie injured. The remainder of the Patriots and Packers preseason game canceled. Sam Brock is following that story for us. Hey, Sam. Sure, Hoda, look, the NFL has made concerted efforts to try to make the game safer, but this is a reminder of how fragile this process is. With Hoda, two players stretchered off the field in those preseason games. How is the league and how are teams responding? The story's coming up next. All right, Sam, also ahead, the tributes pouring in from beloved actor Ron Cephas Jones and the very personal story behind his Emmy-winning performance on This Is Us. First, this is today on NBC. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. 
Visit OneTravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's match engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. John Batiste at the concert on Friday serenaded Mr. Roker along with the crowd. Happy birthday to Al. That concert, by the way, was epic. If you haven't heard John's music, it'll lift you up. Chanel, we're always so happy when Chanel joins the table. And we should mention Al's special day was actually yesterday. And Al marked it. As a true parent would. <laughs> Look he dropped at this. his kid off at college. Nick, going in for his sophomore year. So he was on the road, did a drop-off, and came back and was posting all kinds of oh, It's such a beautiful season yeah. for Al. I sent him a text and said, I hope you're doing something amazing. He said, I am. I'm yeah. dropping Nick off at yeah. school. We're surrounded by the people he loves. And so. no doubt when he dropped him off, he used the famous Rokerism. I can't miss you if you don't leave. <laughs> no, so, you go. Happy birthday, Al. Happy birthday, mm-hmm. Al. First in this half hour on a Monday morning, that scary sequence mm. that played out at an NFL preseason game over the weekend. This was the game between New England and Green Bay. A rookie cornerback for the Patriots was attempting to make a tackle when he collided with a team ba- teammate. So he laid motionless for several minutes. Eventually, he was taken to the hospital. And that scene all too familiar for the football community just seven months after the Bills' DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field. NBC's Sam Brock joins us now with latest details on this. Hey, Sam, good morning. Hello to Craig Chanel. Good morning. Thankfully, positive news for Isaiah Bolden this morning. The New England Patriots saying that after a series of evaluations, he was released, guys, from the hospital. He returned on Sunday with his teammates to Foxborough. Now, the Patriots have not identified the exact nature of his injury, but the NFL quickly acted to suspend the game. Player safety, top of mind. A regular preseason game between the Packers and Patriots quickly elevated to something much more serious Saturday. Pat's rookie cornerback Isaiah Bolden went for a tackle but collided with a teammate, ending up on the field motionless for minutes. Players praying, with Bolden ultimately carried off on a stretcher. Both coaches backing the NFL's decision to suspend play with more than 10 minutes left. I appreciate the way the league handled it. I think that was the right thing to do. That's a scary situation, one that you never want to see in our game. In a boost to Patriots fans, the team writing, after undergoing a series of evaluations and being held for overnight observations, Isaiah Bolden has been released from a Green Bay hospital. Returning home on the team bus and posting on social media, appreciate the prayers, more excited to be back with the guys. The scare comes seven months after Bill's safety DeMar Hamlin experienced cardiac arrest during a nationally televised game, only to make his miraculous preseason return a week ago. 
The incidents coming seven months after Bill's safety DeMar Hamlin experienced cardiac arrest during a nationally televised game, only to make his miraculous preseason return a week ago. It was real special, like a moment of serendipity, just like life coming full circle for me, you know, just go through what I went through. Players who watched Bolden scare certainly felt flashbacks. It brought that DeMar feeling of it's just scary. That's just how it feels. So it's just praying for him, man, that he's okay. The NFL continues to update its rules to protect player safety from tightening concussion protocols midseason last year to reducing violent collisions on kickoffs. This morning, the league just grateful that Bolden will return to full health. Wow. All right, uh, Sam, since they have put in those safety rules that the NFL has, have they seen any progress? Without question, Hoda, and so much of the focus has been on concussions, rightfully so, and the and data points right now are really encouraging on that front. As you talk about those guardian caps, so the soft shell covers that go over the players' helmets that they wear during training camp, that has actually reduced concussions in training camp some 52%, according to the NFL. They also, Hoda, just changed the kickoff rule so that when a player catches, makes a fair catch before the 25-yard line, they now start at the 25 instead of the 20 as it was previously, incentivizing players not potentially to try the kickoffs, which do result occasionally in violent concussions. And we do know that that number is projected to go down by 15% on kickoffs. Now, the chief medical officer does say this is an ongoing process and they are expected to make more changes, especially as it concerns the safety of the helmets. Hold it back to you. All right, Sam Brock for us in Miami. Sam, thank you. Also this morning, tributes are pouring in for beloved actor Ron Cephas Jones, who passed away over the weekend. NBC's Ann Thompson is here with a look back at his life and career. And good morning. Good morning. Ron Cephas Jones' death is described this morning as a massive loss. The 66-year-old finding renowned late in life on the hit show This Is Us, creating an award-winning performance that was very much rooted in his own experience. If Ron Cephas Jones made you feel William Hill's pain on This Is Us. It just makes me feel sicker. An unexpected joy as the biological father to Sterling K. Brown's character. Okay, does not do justice to how I feel. It's because Jones, too, was a former drug addict and suffered from disease. The actor saying, I realize that so much of the man is inside of me and my history. Jones would win two Emmys for his performance as William Hill. I want to thank my daughter, Jasmine. I love you. With Jasmine, they would become the first father-daughter duo to win Emmys the same year. At the time, Jones posting, second time around, how sweet it is. History, father-daughter Emmys, same year. The accolades continued on Broadway, where Jones was nominated for a Tony for his work in the play Clyde's, just a year after receiving a double lung transplant. But this morning, it is Ron Cephas Jones, the person, lauded by his former cast members. Mandy Moore captioning a photo in part, he was pure magic as a human and an artist. I will treasure all of the moments forever. And Sterling K. Brown, who played Randall Pearson, the son of Jones' character, writing, One of the most wonderful people the world has ever seen is no longer with us. 
the world is a little less bright. <laughs> Though you know Jones from TV, it is the stage that nurtured him and where he honed his talent both on and off Broadway. Telling the New York Times, my whole life has been the stage. And for mm. those of you who looked at Jasmine thought, where do I know her? Yeah. She originated the role of Peggy Schuyler so in Hamilton. Right. Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's and a master in, of his craft. She's in blind spotting now yeah. as well. So the legacy continues. It's so yeah. great. And thank you, Annie. All right. Still to come this morning, how the search for answers to a little boy's health struggles unlocked a life-saving medical mystery for his father. Kaylee Hartung will have their remarkable story. Also, Vicky's here in the studio with a money-saving travel hack that's really growing in popularity. But Vicky, apparently the airline's not happy about it, huh? No, they are not, Craig. Have you heard of skip lagging or hidden city ticketing? It's a trick some travelers use to save big bucks. But the airlines are saying not so fast. Some are initiating a crackdown. We'll have what you need to know right here on Today. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com/music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. The most exciting part of a vacation stay at a home rental? Easy. It's being greeted upon arrival with a rusted lockbox affixed to the underside of a stranger's condo. Yeah, you simply twist knobs, click gears, jiggle it, and then rip it off its moorings, and voila! Your prize is a key to a questionable home rental and maybe tetanus. When you just want to get your vacation started by actually getting into your room, it matters where you stay. At Hilton, we deliver your key right to your phone on the Hilton Honors app. Hilton for the stay. Back now, 742 with In-Depth Today. As travel demands surge, more people are looking for bargains when they're trying to book flights. And there is a controversial tactic mm-hmm. they're using. It's called skip lagging. And let's just say the airlines are taking notice. <laughs> NBC's Vicki Wynn is here with the details. Hey, Vicki. Hey, good morning, Chanel, Craig, and Hoda. Skip lagging is viewed as a clever but risky hack when it comes to airfare. It can help travelers save hundreds of dollars on their tickets. But many airlines say it goes against their policies. And now they are starting to crack down. It's been called an open secret in flying for years. Hidden city ticketing, also known as skip lagging. You said we were flying New York to Denver. Yeah, I know we are. My boarding pass says we're flying to Los Angeles with a layover in Denver. When a traveler purchases a ticket with a connecting flight, but gets off at the layover airport rather than the final destination. You can often save hundreds of dollars per ticket. That's why hidden city ticketing works. For instance, a nonstop flight from Atlanta to Orlando might cost $250, but a flight from Atlanta to Dallas with a layover in Orlando could be nearly half the price at $130. For some, the choice is simple. Buy the cheaper ticket and skip the second flight to Dallas. But that decision comes at your own risk. Most major carriers, including American, Delta, United and Southwest Airlines, all prohibit the practice. And though it's not illegal, now American is cracking down, filing a lawsuit against the travel website Skiplagged, 
accusing the company of unauthorized and deceptive ticketing practices and tricking customers into believing they've gained access to a secret loophole. Skip Lagged promises ridiculous travel deals and says it exposes inefficiencies in airline pricing, such as hidden city flying. The site also lists precautions, including this warning. You might upset the airline, so don't do this often. And failure to comply with airline rules can have consequences. They can deny you boarding. They can confiscate frequent flyer miles, even in some cases suspend you for a length of time from flying that airline. In June, American Airlines canceled a North Carolina teen's trip and made him purchase a direct flight to his actual destination after discovering his hidden city ticket. The family claims they purchased his ticket from Skip Lag and says they weren't aware they were doing anything wrong. Cassia Rand also bought a ticket from Skip Lag to save some money. But when she checked in at the airport, she says American Airlines knew she was planning to ditch her second flight. She's like, if you don't go to Boston, you'll be banned from American Airlines forever. Aran was able to cancel her trip, but says she's now learned her lesson about skip lagging. Would never recommend doing it. Mm. Yeah, some tough penalties there. We reached out to skiplag.com for comment. They have not returned uh, our request. American Airlines, meanwhile, tells us hidden city tickets can also create larger operational issues with checked bags and prevent other travelers from booking seats when they have an urgent need to travel. So then why is it that sometimes these tickets come out cheaper, even though the routes are longer? Yeah. Chanel, it is so counterintuitive, right? And that's what's frustrating to passengers. Airlines don't price your ticket based on how many miles you travel. They look at demand. They look at whether consumers want a nonstop. And they price accordingly, which is why consumers have found this hack. So yeah. You can tell why, why they'd be frustrated right. to think Absolutely. I'm paying 100 bucks more to go half the distance. Exactly. I get it. Yeah. Yes. People are saving money. They are. But I'm not so, sure if it's worth the risk of a lifetime yeah. ban. I know. I know. And poor woman. She's like, American said they'll ban me for life. Yeah. Technically, all of the major airlines say this is against their policies. It's not against the law, but yeah. it's really up to them to decide how strictly they wow. want to enforce that. You know, policy. I mean, some people think, okay, this, it's a website. It's a legitimate website. Sure. So yeah. what's wrong with it? Right. Know? Right. Okay. Thank right. you. You might have just killed Skip Lagging. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Don't that kill the might messenger. Be the end of Skip Lagging. Thanks to Vicky. <laughs> Thank you, Vicky. Yeah. Have you guys heard of Skip Bagging? Oh, oh God. Go on vacation. You still have it. Wait, you never get Wait, you never ever got it back? Oh, no bag. What did those. That's, I, I need want. to know. I'm not, on the, uh, I'm not on your hour. I don't hear all the details. Someone in Italy is wearing all of Dylan's clothes right now. And her kids' clothes. Enjoy that worn in t shirt. Okay, we do have some extreme heat down through Texas where we have excessive heat warnings issued once again. In fact, there have been more excessive heat warnings issued for Texas this summer alone than the last four summers combined. So it has been exceptionally hot and there is no change in sight. We've got this area of high pressure. It's keeping the heat around. It's not going anywhere. High temperatures will be up around 106 degrees in Dallas today. 110 is your feels-like temperature. Springfield, uh, 113 degrees. Nashville will feel like 107. Tomorrow, same thing. We've got your heat index up around 115 degrees in St. Louis. And look at the next three days. Temperatures well up into the triple digits for Wichita. 101, 100, 100 on Thursday and Friday. Omaha does drop to 88 on Friday. So that will start to feel a little bit better, but the humidity is still going to stay fairly high. And that's your latest forecast. Sorry. I've, so I've you went, never got your luggage back? I can't. <laughs> it's a, a very <laughs> sore subject. I've hit the five stages of, of, of grief. <laughs> so, yeah, I've moved. All right. All right. Bill, Just ahead on a Monday morning. Inside the new frenzy over Taylor Swift. This one on the streets. 
around a star-studded weekend wedding. Coming up here on Today in the Wild, Molly Hunter joins the search for wild koalas in Australia. We'll take you inside the urgent push to help them thrive in a changing world. Plus, what's better than a live performance from Kelly Clarkson? One that involves her adorable kids. We'll show you more on Popstart. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel.